This is the Fan the Flame Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Shane from Fan the Flame Revival Network. Uh, we are here, I'm actually here with Rob, and uh, I'm excited to get into a topic that I'm super duper, 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 duper passionate about, and that's uh, intimacy with Jesus. I believe that uh, when you become intimate with Jesus, revival becomes a natural overflow of your relationship. So we're going to actually ask some really good questions, and if they're not good questions, don't tell me. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about this topic of intimacy. So Rob, why don't you uh, introduce? Oh, before you introduce yourself, I just want to say Rob is hilarious. <laughs> he uh, likes to talk like a New Yorker um, on his free time. Hey. He sounds like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> there it is, right there. You heard it. And uh, he. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about you, man. <laughs> uh, Rob is awesome. He's uh, he's he had a you have a business major, right? And um, yeah. And yeah. um, so you're mm-hmm. you're uh, you're also part of the ministry school that you just graduated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Shane um, and I both graduated same school, BSSM. Yep, I still got a year, <laughs> but you're you're uh, you're done, done. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, Rob has a huge heart for just uh, sharing the love of Jesus. He is a uh, I would say he's like a big brother, um, and uh, he's he recently just. Uh, did his uh, third year um, doing outreach, and mm-hmm. so that's that's that was really his focus. So, uh, Rob, do you want to introduce yourself, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll get into the topic? Sure. Well, my full name is Robert, um, but I go by Rob. Um, last name is Armbruster, and uh, yeah, I grew up in Michigan, uh, which is a very cold place. It's uh, yeah. um, there's a lot of snow. Uh, but made the decision three years ago. Um, it was actually the biggest step in faith uh, that I had ever made in my life at the time. To go to a warm climate. To go to a warm climate, which was great, <laughs> <laughs> but also um, quit my job at the time and make, you know, transition over to BSSM. Right on. Um, and it's just, just been an amazing experience. And so... Yeah, really happy to be here with you, Shane, oh. and uh, spending time at your house and, and at the school. Yeah, so far it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's been a blast, especially playing, uh, what is that, dead ball? Yeah, we were playing dead ball. <laughs> playing in the backyard. <laughs> he, yeah. he threw a ball over, over the house, and it landed on the dog. The dog is okay. The dog is just fine. Um, yeah, we're here in Copenhagen. We're doing a ministry school, and we got the privilege of bringing Rob and uh, Simon, Simon Peterson. He's over here, I, and uh, yeah. So we're 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 excited to be able to to talk to Rob about you know intimacy. So um, I I would just want to start with answering the question like what what does it mean like what is intimacy with Jesus. I'd love mm-hmm. to hear your answer. Like, what does intimacy mean? Be- mm-hmm. Or intimacy mean? Because you could, I'm sure people could have a thousand different answers mm-hmm. to that question. But what's it mean for you? Yeah. Um, intimacy for me is connection with God. Um, and it's really a combination of everything that he is um, filling everything that I am. Mm. Um, one thing that it says in in Romans 8 that I that I think is just so cool 
is is it says that his spirit touches our spirit mm. and um and shows us that we're sons and daughters of god in 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 romans 8 and i think that that is so cool is that intimacy is the combination of of your spirit that that you've been created with coming together with with god's thoughts god's um feelings what he feels about us what he what he thinks about us that mixing together um and becoming you know becoming the expression of um an intimate connection and and a relationship with him that's a good word you described (laughs) it a lot better than i would i'd be like it's closeness it's abiding with jesus which is true it is it is it's It's, all the good stuff well and i'm more introverted too so i love just being being alone and just hearing for me the thing that happens most often that changes me the most is hearing his voice Mm. um and i believe uh, i'm just living in a place where i have to hear his voice every day um and that that is so important for me to take some time at the beginning of the day and just um just ask god the question what do you think of me and and let him let him speak and let him define um, define who I am. So that's a good word. Yeah. I did that this morning. You who, did. Who do you say that I am? <laughs> oh, yes. Come on, that's right. What do you think of me? Yeah. What are your thoughts? And just yeah. sitting in there. Um, yeah. Share share with me. Uh, share with me an experience where that became real, where you actually encountered God in mm-hmm. a deep way, and your spirit connected with His. Mm. Yeah, I remember. Well, I became, I became a Christian five years ago. Um, and, uh, I was raised in the church, but, um, had never made a decision to follow Jesus for myself Mm. until, until I was 23 years old. Um, and it was, it was shortly after that, that, um, that I would just spend time. I remember just getting alone and bringing my Bible um, with me in into my room and shutting my door and just spending time in my room. But I also remember just this one time where I set my Bible down and I just and I just opened my heart to the love of God and and just getting filled Ooh. with just completely filled to there's one thing to be filled but it's another thing to be overflowing filled square um just (laughs) overfilled yeah but (laughs) and and i think i was i was just sitting down on the floor leaning Ah. back against leaning back against my closet door and just like overwhelmed by how much he loved me just completely overwhelmed um and just yeah yeah and uh it was it was just amazing so um wow yeah do you think the tabernacle was in your closet that's why you experienced (laughs) that (laughs) no no um no but he's inside me oh he's tabernacled (laughs) inside of you yeah i love that i think it's important to know that we don't have to go to a church to experience that Mm. obviously we understand that we need to be with the community of believers but we don't have to wait to go to church to experience the tangible love of God. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love I love the fact that you can just sit and be mindful 
And if you're listening right now to this and you're like, I want to experience that, freedom's open. Go for it. Just, I don't know. What, what would you say? How, how, how could someone actually connect with the love of God where they're at right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even right now, <laughs> as you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> just do this and just ask him. Um, just ask God, God, what do you think of me? Oh. What do you think of me, God? Um, and I guarantee you, he will answer you. Um, and there's, and there's been, and I guess we can get into some of the misconceptions of, of relationship with God. Um, but sometimes I, I find that people are afraid, um, to actually ask that because they think that God is angry with them or God is mad with them. And, uh, you know, what am I, do I really want to know what he thinks of me? Because Mm. he knows, he already knows everything about me. Um, but I think one of the things that just made such a big difference for me was finding out that yes, God is a father who, who loves us. And yes, God's also a father who corrects us. Yeah. But that correction and that, that redirection, um, is always done in a way that brings hope. Mm. He's never, he's so amazing. And he never is abusive in correction. Um, he never, he never calls us to do something that he already hasn't provided us with the ability to be able to do. Oh, and and with the, with the grace, with the grace that grace given to be able to, to follow through on that thing. And so, so the truth is, yeah, there have been times where, where I have opened myself up and, and said, God, what do you think about this or that? And there has been a redirection or a correction Mm. like, Rob, I don't want that. But it's always been, it's always brought hope for, I have something better. It's always brought hope for, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually doing this other thing in your life. And so, yeah. And so I would encourage you, ask him that and ask him, Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Um, and I guarantee you he'll answer and I guarantee you his answer, um, will have love attached to it. Oh, I think it's so good to hear that. Um, as far as the fact that when God corrects or he challenges you to go to direction, go a direction, he never tells you to do something that he doesn't give you the grace to do. Mm-hmm. It's like when he when he challenges you to go a direction, he actually empowers you to be able to do it. And I think it's like I've, I've noticed that, that I, I had this trend in my life where I, I, I felt like I was always not measuring up, failing or whatever because I was so passionate for God. Um, but one of the things that's rocked, rocked my life is that, um, God has empowered me to do everything that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And, um, that it's not a matter of, I'm going to screw up or mess up my life or, or fail and sin against God, but that God has empowered me and that I could do it by his grace that that's wrecked my life. As far as intimacy goes, I'd love to hear, um, like how your life actually changed when you encountered God. Mm-hmm. Like what, what, yeah. What, tell me about, uh, maybe, uh, a story or, or experiences for how that, how that happened. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was saying before, five years ago, I, um, I gave my life to the Lord and that was actually a really sneaky thing that happened. <laughs> um, 
And I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday, but, um, I was getting, I had decided to get baptized. Um, and, and that was actually because in order to get baptized, I had to actually say with my mouth, um, I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm choosing to follow Jesus in front of my whole church. Mm. Um, and so, and I did that. And then I went down into the water of baptism and came up out of the water. And I remember before that time, people had told me all the time, God loves you. God loves you. And, and I had been told that, but I had never felt his love. Wow. Um, had never experienced this love, but I came up out of the water and was just completely overwhelmed by, by how much he loved me. And I remember thinking this, I remember thinking my mom doesn't even love me this much. Mm. (laughs) And that's hard. It's hard to beat mom, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I, and it changed, it changed me, you know, and every time, and that's the thing about intimacy, you can't come away from meeting God without being changed. It changed me so much. Um, And I came out of it and, uh, and it was like, there were things in my life that I knew had to change because of how much he loved me and because of how much he valued me. If somebody could value me this much, then these things have to change. Mm. Um, And so that would be, that would be something that, uh, people are going to see happen and that's going to happen in the church as as we connect with God in this way is that there's going to be this thing of holiness that, that comes comes on people, you know, and this uncompromising love for um, and value for yourself. Mm-hmm. But but love received from God that that will just change people everywhere. So so good. Yeah. What do you feel like uh, roadblocks to intimacy would be? Some roadblocks people might experience or, or believe. Mm-hmm. If um, if it's something that if it's something that you absolutely um, desire to do, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this right now. <laughs> it should <laughs> it. it should be it should be something that you absolutely desire to do every day, mm. or else there's. Um, or else there's a wrong belief about who God is um, mm. in intimacy. And so um, I, God gave me this illustration a couple of years ago, but um, he told me that, and he, he spoke this and he told me this. He said, I'm going to make you breakfast in the morning. And oh. so... Who wants God to make them <laughs> breakfast? Well, and, and he... Did sh- you have manna? <laughs> manna mm. I, I want to taste manna but he he showed me how i was when i woke up in the morning it was always it was always a stretch and it was always a chore to to get intimate with him because i was trying to make him a meal mm. and i was trying to um you know do things do things for him and uh and really it came down to me trying to earn my way to him. Um, and uh, yeah. And so he just spoke to me and he said, I don't want you to make me breakfast in the morning. Um, and uh, 
and I want to make you breakfast. I want to feed you. Um, and so I just had this, I have always had this picture in my mind of the moment that I wake up in the morning, Jesus is there and he's like, good morning. <laughs> and he's there with wow. breakfast and he's like, look. Does he have look a chef's at, hat? <laughs> no. no. no okay. And he's like, look, look at everything. I've made you this wow. and it's everything that you need for today. Um, and so why would I, why would I wake up and, uh, and continue doing my own thing without actually acknowledging what, what he's doing and what he, what he has for me for the day. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that was a paradigm shift for your perspective or it actually affected how you went about, um, pursuing intimate, uh, uh, you could call it quiet time. You could call it uh, time with Jesus in the morning. How did it, how, the question I have is how, how could someone actually take that breakthrough that you've received and make it, uh, mm -hmm. make it uh, shift in their mind? Mm -hmm. Like, or at least shift in the way that they go about uh, uh, reading the Bible or the way that they go about, like how, how did, how did you think and act with uh, trying to make him, breakfast mm -hmm. yeah i would say for the person going through that um coming into believing that the cross and and the price that jesus paid for you um is enough and uh believing that he he that was actually the whole point of the cross is in hebrews 12 2 he says um or it says that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Mm. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and, and perfecter of our faith, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Um, and you're that joy, and I'm that joy. And Shane, you're that joy too. Oh, yes. And he, when he was on the cross, he was actually motivated by... Um, wanting to be able to connect with us wow. and wanting to have have relationship with us and so so to say oh i need to do this or or do that or make myself this way before i come to him it actually is saying to him that the cross wasn't enough mm. but the cross is enough um it was the final final payment to be able to have us be able to connect with him um, and have that relationship with him. Wow. Yeah. And so anything, and so as you come to him and you, and you get those, those thoughts in your head, like, oh, he's not going to want to listen or whatever the thought might be, know that the cross is more powerful than that. And know that, um, you know, know that that thought is actually wrong and, and, uh, and just cast it aside and just connect with him. So good. Um, so, Yeah. Robert, what uh, last question? What what do you feel like big big picture perspective? What would it look like? Uh, what is God's? What do you think God is up to mm -hmm. in this whole idea of being intimate and close and drawing near to Him? What would you? What do you think would happen to the world if it was mm -hmm. filled with believers who were intimate with God and they knew how much God loved them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that we should start dreaming about that and just start picturing. Picturing a world where everybody, everybody's identity and everybody knows very deeply how much they're loved by God. Um, 
just picture how much the world would be different. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think that there would be, um, you know, people killing each other. I don't think that there would be people, um, you know, hating each other or hateful speech. Um, yeah. I'd, and even in the church, I think that the church picture, picture what it would look like in the church for everybody to be so in love with God that nothing that another person does could separate them from God or, or even separate them, them from each other. I think that there'd be an incredible, um, you know, think of the community and the connection that you could have with people when, when you're not hiding who you are and they're not hiding who they are mm. at all. And, and there's no fear of, of that and being able to just connect in a really re- real and authentic way. Um, yeah. So I think we should start dreaming about that. Yeah. And I, I really do believe that that is the next, um, revival that's, that's happening within, within our time is a revival of personal devotion and, and people who are saying, you know what, the thing that means most is not that I heard this message or went to this conference or, or I'm friends with this church leader but actually the thing that means most is me myself i'm personally devoted to jesus christ Mm. it's it's amazing so let's start dreaming about that wow let's start thinking about that yes I, i i totally agree rob thank you so much this is such a good conversation about intimacy and i know it's gonna rock rock everybody listening and it's gonna obviously we get to eat from this and enjoy as well and and continue in our love for jesus Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Shane. This has been so much fun. (laughs) Any last New Yorker accent you want to say? Hey, I'm just telling you right now, listen to this and open your heart to Jesus. Oh, man. An altar call is right here. Should we do an altar call? Should we do an altar call? You can right now do an altar call. Hey, listen. Actually, I do want to do something. Um... If you felt like, you, as you're listening to this, if you felt like there have been things that have been separating me from being able to receive the love of God, um, he's removing that thing um, right now. And even as you've been listening, he, the Holy Spirit has been touching your heart. Um, and so I'm just going to pray for you and uh, just put your hand on your heart as you're listening to this. Um and just start opening your heart to receive the love of God as I pray. So Jesus, I, I thank you so much. I thank you for touching them and revealing to them and, and all of us how much you love us and how much you love them. God, I pray that they would go into a season where nothing would separate. Nothing would separate them from you. And I command any thought or any spirit that would, that would separate them from you to leave right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for um, that you died on the cross for us, that the cross was the payment for an intimate and, and love-filled relationship with you. Um, yeah, I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Mm
Hey, thank you so much for listening. If this blessed you, then you can help us out by sharing and subscribing and staying in touch. We will see you in the next podcast.